it's more like a rejuvenation of spirit. It's, it's a new understanding of what love means to flow through you versus come from you. So if everything is energy and, and you think that you love other people by cutting yourself down and making yourself small, it is the realization that the important part of you is not the presentation, but is actually the energetic being. So when you start to shift that, things do fall away. And that's why, that's why these moons are so important because things fall away, but it doesn't necessarily mean what you think. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, a podcast for conscious creatives who are on the journey to reconnect with their authentic soul self. I'm your host, Mikolay Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each week, you'll be hearing stories from creatives across all paths, sharing their lessons, their wins, and how following their intuitive guidance has allowed them to show up authentically. Along with guest episodes, I'll be sharing my own creative journey, as well as the personal wisdom and insight I receive from my spirit guides and cosmic team. I believe that when we reconnect to our soul essence, we are able to show up more authentically in the world, and with that comes a deeper connection to our creativity and abundance. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful and rarest self. Hello, beautiful beings. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. I hope your week has been full of joy and self-awareness and peace. I cannot believe that I am coming up on the anniversary of my move to Santa Fe. I moved here last year, July 14th, and I cannot believe it's already been a year. Wow. So I won't go into (laughs) everything I've been through, but your girl has been through a lot. So I'm super grateful. I was going to say I'm super grateful and super blessed to be here, be where I am today. So today we have a full moon tarot card reading episode. This is going to be a super short, brief intro because in typical me-like fashion, I have somewhere to be in like five minutes. Um, So (laughs) I just wanted to give um, just a quick insight tip around... um, some of what Diane was sharing towards the end of the reading, you know, just around shifting out of the old and into the new, just being you know, kind of hard and difficult and things like that. And so just wanted to share my thoughts. I don't fully feel that, um, you know, it has to be hard. And at least for me, that's what I'm learning to shift out of is that my growth, my awareness, that, my, you know, my self-acceptance has to be hard. There are challenges, absolutely. And I feel like what, you know, what Diane was really getting at is that it's not a piece of cake. It's not one and done. It's not, you know, easy, but it can be easeful. And so I always make a distinction between what what easy feels like and what ease feels like. Um, It's just a a different energetic. And when you can do something easefully, I think that really just comes from a place of just awareness, letting go, releasing And so that's what I was sharing. I believe it was last week's episode intro when I was talking about um, our transformation and our growth being that, being similar to the process of a snake shedding its skin. You know what I mean? 
And so it really is about just embracing the challenge. That's something like literally today, y'all, I, I woke up and I was just like, uh, another morning. I feel icky. I feel like just heavy. And I'm like, okay, I know we have to like move this energy. There's just energy stuck in the body. We need to move. We need to like, you know, do our thing, do what we do. So I, what did I do? I, I journaled. So I'm kind of on this, this, just this journey this week. And, uh, I will share more about it once I complete it, but I'm doing like just every day, sacred silence, either at first I was trying to do two hours and I was like, okay, that's not realistic this week, but I still wanted to honor my commitment because it was something that I had connected with spirit on over the weekend as being a part of just of this like awareness of just how can I move through things that feel triggering with more ease. So spirit just dropped it on my heart to do seven days of sacred silence. And again, I'll share more about that once I finish it. I'm literally on day two. <laughs> so part of that is just me committing to journaling and just really like whenever I feel triggered, whenever I'm feeling heavy, sick, whatever, worry, fear, like it's just, I've come to a point where it's just time to approach these things head on, straightforward. And maybe that's just me and my Capricorn energy that I'm navigating through, but it's just like, I'm tired and I'm ready to get to the next phase. I'm ready to get to the next step. So like, how can I do that with more ease? How can I do that without feeling like I have to force things and make things happen? And just like, you know, feeling like I'm, I'm resisting myself. You know what I mean? Like I'm just, I'm tired. So I'm just kind of at this place where I'm just really embracing the challenge, embracing the discomfort and just finding stillness in those moments and asking myself like, what is this showing me? What have I not been willing to let go of? And uh, again, that's why I shared that download that I got about the snake shedding its skin, because it really is to our benefit to just learn how to move through our different phases of self more easily. <laughs> okay, so with that being said, I hope you all have a wonderful full moon weekend. I know the full moon, the full moon is on Wednesday, and by the time you guys are hearing this, it will at least be Thursday. But you know, we'll still have access to all this beautiful full moon energy over the weekend. So don't, uh, don't feel like you're missing out. And for any of my Capricorn moon rising, uh, sun, stelliums, I have a stellium in Capricorn, five planets, Mars, Venus, Neptune, and I'm forgetting the other two. <laughs> so I know this week and this weekend, there will be a lot of shedding going on but really just you know what i'm how i'm a shed with fun god damn it i we're gonna have a blast we're gonna have fun that's how it's about to be <laughs> so i'm ready to meet the next version of myself and this this is the process so that's what it is um i do want to make a mention i'll say this last note about that um about our growth journey phase process just a reminder, and this is for myself included. When we're going through these changes, these phases, these periods of growth, it really is imperative that we give ourselves space, clarity, create time to just find gratitude for all of the lessons that you've learned, and just really diving into that element of embodiment full force. 
So as you guys are navigating through this full moon, I really encourage you to do that. Um, and yeah, all right, sorry, Spirit just put that on my heart and I, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to leave it out. Okay, so let's get into this full moon reading by my dear friend, Diane LaHaye. Diane has been on the show, um, she came on last year and shared a lot about her story and what she's gone through. She has an amazing, amazing journey, so I highly uh, suggest you all to go back to her episode and I will link that in the show notes. Um, but this reading is so powerful and it resonated with me so deeply. Diane and I talked for like two hours before we even recorded and we were just like just going through so much of our, our lessons and our downloads and like what we're navigating through, which was <laughs> very similar, just completely different, um, circumstances. It's so crazy how that happens. Um, so I really loved this reading and I'm so grateful that she reached out and even offered to, to do this because I love having people listen. If anybody's listening, if you are a tarot card reader, I don't know if that came out weird. If you are a tarot card reader, an astrologer, human design teacher, whatever it is that you do, if you want to come on the show and, and, and offer your gifts to us, I will gladly accept and receive them. So please do not hesitate to reach out. Um, and with that being said, here is the full moon tarot card reading with Diane LaHaye. Yes, welcome, Hi. Diane. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited. So me too. Um, yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do a little tarot reading. Um, I was gonna ask you how many cards you think we should do. How do you many one? you feel called to do? Okay, because we so could do, do a see? one. Um, so what I was feeling for this is to do a pyramid spread. Um, okay. And it, kind of has, it has a it has a bit of everything in it. So, what's important, the way that I read tarot, what's important mm -hmm. about it is that the whole thing isn't isn't necessarily going to describe you in this moment right now. This this whole thing. There's a little bit of everything. Take what you need and leave the rest. Mm -hmm. But be careful when you're applying um, certain things about it to other things because there's a responsibility when you work with energy, and you know this, mm -hmm. like you have a responsibility to kind of like honor the journey. Right. And like, we've shared a lot about our, our own personal journeys. None of it is easy. Mm -hmm. Like the, the manifestation part's wonderful and it's beautiful, but, <laughs> um, but what it takes to get there is the very real human experience. Mm -hmm. And you can't getting away from that and saying, Oh, well, we don't want that. That, that isn't terribly helpful. So, mm -hmm. so I, I like to try to honor people's experience and, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that go out looking for like a love reading specifically, or right. like, I won't know about when this is going to happen, but that's not, that's not the, your, the purpose of your life. Isn't to find your soulmate, right? It's mm -hmm. to live your journey. It's to, it's to feel into like this space that mm -hmm. you've created that, that you maintain with your energy body. So, um, all right. Love so that. we'll just get into a little bit. So we'll get into a little bit. Um, so this full moon, there's an upcoming full moon. It's Wednesday. So yes. July 13th, 2022. Um, let's see, it's a super moon. So and this is, we're I, in Cancer, right? Is this Capricorn full moon? Okay. Um, Ooh, Capricorn. Oh, it'll be Capricorn. 22, so I'm, I'm reading this. Um, 22 degrees, 21 minutes Capricorn. Okay. And it'll happen um, at 11.38 a.m. PTD. What time zone is that? Is it Pacific? Pacific. Mm -hmm. Isn't that PS? Whichever. PTD. <laughs> Whatever that time is, that's the time it happens. I'll look, I'll look at what it's in my, in my time zone, but, um, okay. So it's Capricorn. It's opposing the sun at the same degree of cancer. So mm -hmm. very interesting because 
in my head, I was like, is this a cancer moon I just picked up? Right, I was about to say, is this a new moon? Because if it's opposing. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a full moon. So it's, it's a, a full moon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so like, that's what makes it super because it's so close. Yeah, it's very close. Yeah. Mm. So, um, okay. So Capricorn, the, the thing that I like, re- I think remember about Capricorn, um, capricious, the word capricious. Yes, capricious. Like, so a lot of time Capricorns are like, uh, I would say kind of considered like workhorses. Yes. But, but also like prone to flightiness. So, mm-hmm. um, so the general warning is before you apply something to, I guess, let's say become your life's work, right? Like you, mm-hmm. if you're, you're capable of this great work, but before you apply anything, make sure that the winds of change aren't going to point you in another direction. And this mm. is a big, this is a big thing for me um, because it's not about wasting time. It's just about understand what you're getting out of it mm. because, you know, like a lot of us, you know, we go through a relationship. We're like, well, that didn't work out. Like, but didn't it? because mm. you're the person you are and you have the perspective you do and you've learned so much about yourself and what you don't like and what you do like what you need, mm. what you don't need. it did work out it actually worked out for the best but wow. you know we have this perspective of oh well but but you know I'm single again like yeah but you're in this very human experience like it's not about being single or taken it's about being yourself and mm. if you were in a relationship where you weren't like allowed to be yourself the, like the biggest gift you can give yourself is to be yourself. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's like the most amazing thing. Or if you just didn't feel like you could be yourself, like right. if you feel like you're going to be rejected for like that person, like being that person. So I'm going to do a pyramid spread. Okay. I have my book here. Cause sometimes I forget what the cards are like supposed to mean. Um, Go with your to, intuition. You're usually really good. With right, that. I know. I, I try to like be good about like describing what the cards are supposed to mean, but you know, how that. go with, go <laughs> with what you and, feel. Ooh, ooh. Oh my goodness. This is fun. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a good sign y'all <laughs> so yeah oh it's a big one so I had this feeling it was a big one usually um I remember usually you saying I, that yeah I well you were feeling it too right I was like starting to my neck will uh will act up is I'll, that what's going on girl my neck has been hurting for like the past yes. three days I was like what is the heck is happening what am I sleeping yes. that crazy like yeah it's um it's tension so when, like, when you don't realize it, you drop things on the floor. Um, when you don't realize it, like you tense your body up, like you're prepared, mm. like you're preparing yourself to get struck, Ooh, like you're, wow. you're braced for impact. And it's like, okay, so if, if our perception, if we're perceiving this supermoon energy and we're bracing for impact, mm. <laughs> what are we real? Like, what is going on? Like in our, what is going on with us that we are afraid? Mm. what is connected and so I did a um I did a card to kind of like flavor the reading and it's it's a major arcana so major arcana are generally uh related to like bigger things like a karmic cycle or like um just an overall so when so like when you consider all the cards or when I consider all the cards when anyone considers all the cards this card is like a significator it it kind of gives it significance it it kind of hints at where um where in your life you might kind of look to see the effects of this thing or, you know, something of that, mm. something of that matter. So this card is temperance. Um, it is, I'll say the word balance, but uh, with a caveat, a balance with a caveat, because it's not just balance, like there's a balance of energy, right? Mm-hmm. There's, there's an energy balance, but also like um, a balance of significance. And I think that's the word I'm, that's, that's the concept I'm trying to convey. Mm. 
when something seems to have more significance than it should, that is a sign that we are not necessarily focused on the right things. Mm. So some of that might resonate somewhere, um, like starting with the four of crystals. Um, okay. So crystals, uh, very similar to pentacles. This is just the deck that I use. Um, okay, so four of crystals, but it's reversed. And uh, four, four of crystals, um, fours are kind of like, you can think of it as like setbacks. So this is like, um, I think this one's like the message. Yeah, message from your higher self. So what knowledge are you ready to receive? <clears throat> um, so fours are kind of, uh, fours are fours are right before fives. Fives are like kind of turning points because mm -hmm. they're halfway between the one and the five and the tarot is all about like the journey. So when you interpret tarot, you're kind of interpreting, um, you're trying to interpret events as they relate to your life's journey. Mm. I, don't, I don't try to predict specific events. If something comes to me, it comes to me. But, um, but like most specifically, I use tarot to try to give myself perspective. Mm -hmm. And so this one in particular is asking, what are we, if, if you are like uh, disenchanted or disillusioned by something, it, it wasn't quite what you thought it was gonna be. If you're mm -hmm. kind of getting, I guess I'll say the start of a bad attitude where a bad attitude is just what you believe to be true about this thing. So if, so the four of crystals reversed says, can you look into your inner beliefs about what this means? So something that maybe a setback or something that maybe was a good thing, but then you're like, it doesn't feel like it's that good. Like mm -hmm. it's, what does it mean to you to say that? What does that imply about the world around you? What does that imply about your belief structure? And is there maybe some room to reconsider? Um, another implication of this is like excessive materialism. So mm -hmm. it's kind of like, if you always thought that like a Louis Vuitton handbag was going to be like the pinnacle of your life, and then you save up the money and you get it. And you're like, I'm fancy now. <laughs> and like, no one cares. Mm -hmm. And you're like, Oh, no one cares. And then you mm -hmm. get it dirty or scuffed and you're like, oh, the worst thing that has happened. Like sometimes that's kind of saying like temperance balance, balance, but also significance, like energy and significance is it really that bad or are you giving it more significance than it deserves? Mm -hmm. And are you giving significance to the right things? So that's the message from higher self. Okay. Um, the next one I love uh, because it's our past, present, future. And the card that's in the future is the Akashic records. And you're oh, familiar with Akashic yes. records. So this is trying to remind us to look at everything, every obstacle, every positive thing, positive perceptive thing, mm -hmm. everything is, is part of our journey. So it starts with six of cups, six of cups, um, cups are emotions. It's kind of about like looking back to the past, like looking for the comforts of the past. So it's in the mm -hmm. past position. Um, the, the perception I have of this one specifically is about like, look for the things that inspired you then, but like not saying anybody has become like a crayon artist, but it's just more about like who, who was that little kid? How mm -hmm. can you honor that little kid? And, and you don't have to finger paint. You don't have to do anything, you know, fancy. It's like weird. that childlike joy. Yeah. Like it's, and it can literally just be like, oh, I found joy in things then. And I haven't been doing that now. Mm -hmm. What can I do about this? Like, how can I understand this better? Am I afraid to find joy? Like, what is it that, what is it about the past that I'm holding on to in a way that may not be beneficial to me. Mm -hmm. um, the next one is the present and it's the five of swords. So fives, I mentioned before, when we were talking about the four, fives are kind of like a turning point. Um, they can be considered like tumultuous, but 
there's always like, there's always like a, things could go either way. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the five of swords and swords are kind of like the, the card of the intellect, right? So sometimes this is work situations. Sometimes this is just like you have a problem and you might need to look at another way to solve the problem, or maybe it's not really a problem. And it's just your perception of like, maybe this is a problem, mm-hmm. but um, in this card, there's five swords that are in the ground and it's like, Hey, you have options, but you have to choose. You have to be the one to make that step. You have to be the one to decide what you want. But again, understand like, why do you want what you want? Mm-hmm. Why do you, what do you think, what significance do you think it's going to have? Because that's Ooh. really important when we start fighting for something we don't realize, but we're fighting for our own internal significance Ooh. that no one else can give us. I've had a lot of those, uh, even recently, sad as, sad as it is to say, but I mean, it's not really sad to say that's part of the journey. And yeah. so the Akashic uh, Records is here to remind us that all of this is part of a journey. Mm. None of this is bad. None of this is good. You have a journey. You have a human experience, just like you might play a video game. You're having a human experience. Mm-hmm. So if there's something that feels like it is your Achilles heel here, like, well, maybe we can turn that around. Maybe it doesn't, maybe you can just accept that that maybe that isn't the way you thought it was, but either way, if you can't change it, you have to learn to live with its energy. Mm. And if you hold it in your heart as your nemesis forever, you're, it's always going to affect you. Mm-hmm. So letting go isn't about, for, it's, it is about forgiveness, but it's, a, it's more like about letting go of what it was to you, what it meant to you. Because sometimes it's a little thing. Sometimes it's, it's nothing. But if it means something to you, then it's everything because it's affecting every choice you make, every feeling you have, all the joy that's in your life. It's affecting because it means something to you. Mm-hmm. And it's especially true when, like, when you struggle with feeling significant, like if everybody says, oh, it's just a little thing. It's just a little thing. Well, but it means something to me. And it's mm-hmm. not their job. It's nobody else's job to like fix that. Right. It's your job to understand, do I really need this or is this an internal attitude or belief that I can change? Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time we can change it. A lot of time we can change it, but it's just a matter of, are we, is it ripe yet? And this, mm-hmm. um, the full like moon, that word. is it ripe yet? Yeah. Is it ripe yet? If it's ripe, pick it. If it's not, let it mature. Because if yeah. you try to take that bitter fruit and turn it into fruit salad, not it's going to be gonna, what you want. Yeah. It's not going to be what you want. And you get to do it again. You get yeah, to wait, you you gotta wait for the next piece of fruit. <laughs> Right. Like we don't want to do that. Let's not do that. Let it, oh, it's uncomfortable, love that. but we can shift in the meantime. We don't mm-hmm. have to be stuck on things. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next like five cards are like a whole row. Um, the first one is about awakenings and what awakenings we're ready for. And it's so mm, funny. Girl, we already know we both been hitting that car real <laughs> hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you know, it's going to be this one. So it's a major <laughs> card. It's the devil. Oh, and, okay. so, so it's oppression in my deck because this deck was made mm. by someone. Um, like native, I think it's native American, although I think she's Canadian, but she's native. So, um, in their culture, they don't believe in the devil. So it's right. called oppression, but it's mm-hmm. very similar terminology. Or like death or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. So it's very, it's very similar terminology. It's, um, it's about our ego mm-hmm. and, and the things that we become dependent on existing. So like, let's say we have, you know, in our journey, we identify something as like our nemesis. And it never goes away. It's always in the back of our mind. Well, it's always controlling us then. It's mm-hmm. always there. So if we identify as something like, oh, I'm a smoker, for example, and I'm not, but if I identify as a smoker, I have this belief about it. It goes into my mental model about who I am and what I must do and how people perceive me. Mm-hmm. So everything that we give significance to, because truly we give significance to things. Yeah. 
we don't choose wisely and we start to give significance to things that really don't have um, like a mutual significance, I guess, mm-hmm, for us. Mm-hmm. We are giving control of our lives to other people, other things, other concepts, other everything. And like, especially if it's something we don't know a lot about or you know, another person that we don't have any control over, we are then living our lives for effectively nothing. Mm. You know, it's where we end up wasting our journey. So it's a, it's a really good one. So the awakening, it's, it's a good time to look at, um, who are you? Who Mm. do you want to be? Why do you think you can't be who you are? Why do you think that it's silly to be who you are? Why do you Mm. think who you are isn't good enough? Oh, because other people say, well, if you're looking at other people, you have made those other people significant to you. Mm -hmm. It's all about understanding that. And I'm not saying that nothing bad has ever happened to you. I'm not saying that people didn't hurt you in some way. Here come the dogs. <laughs> so, uh, do you want to like? I can probably mute it and go upstairs. Oh darn, the cards are down here. No, it's right, fine. Maybe. All right, so I'll stay. I'll stay right here. Okay. So, it's it's not about rejecting an experience where something hurt you. Mm-hmm. It's about changing the narrative in your mind, understanding your own mental model about what that meant, and and so that it frees you to be able to act outside of that belief system. Mm -hmm. So like if if you think that, for example, if you think you're weak and other people don't like you because you're weak, you're not going to put yourself out there. You know, it's dangerous to put yourself out there. So you stop trying as hard and everything kind of like, you know, it's your known enemy. And so you start to like rebel against it and go against it. So anyway, it's just, this card is a good one. So look for ways that other people or things outside of you or things that you don't really realize that you're standing you're standing in between you and what you want Mm. but don't hurt yourself over don't hate yourself over it you're doing it because you're afraid Mm. and it's not a bad thing to be afraid it's just something that we can't sit there too long we can't hold that too long let it let it flow and let it go but only if it's right because otherwise it'll be bitter and you get to do it again (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's a really good one and the full moon is a time of release so it's a super moon. So it's like, there's more stuff going on. There's more energy. It's more heavy. Mm. Um, and I've definitely felt this one to be very heavy and, and very much about, um, like for me specifically and something that I see in, in these cards, when you decide to do something and you want to do something, and then you start piling stuff onto yourself, why are you doing that to yourself? Mm. You want to be a person who can do this thing, but then you start doing all these other things. Like, are, are you afraid to commit to yourself? Are you afraid Ooh. to look lazy? So you load yourself up with so many things that you're not able to accomplish. Ooh, that's, ooh, that's that Capricorn. Yep. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly it. And it, oh, it gives me goosebumps. So if that's you, this is, this is for you. But this is the time to let go of what it means to you to say no to people, to release the, the perception that you think mm. other people have of you. The, oh, mm. well, I, I always have to show up for people. Yeah, but not at the expense of yourself. You know, like it's, it's that kind of a thing. It's like, well, people know that I'm reliable, but are you reliable? If mm. you have to cancel at the last minute all the time, are you, are, does everybody not like you or are you afraid to contact people? That's me. <laughs> are you not reaching out to people because you're afraid that everything in the world's going to break you because mm. you don't really want to see yourself as strong enough to deal with your problems? It's, t- it's time. It's time to, to reckon with yourself and recognize that like the only person that can really shift this is me, yeah. but I have to let go of what it means to me. Mm. Like, is it safe for me to be hiding in my house? Probably not. I mean, yes, kind of, but 
an asteroid could hit my house at any moment. So, you know, it's, it's not, it's not the safe haven as I believe it to be. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll move on from that one. The six of wands reverse. This is in our desires. Okay. And I love okay. that because wands are like the suit of our desires. It's the things that light our fire. They're, you know, they're sticks. Yeah. And they're right next to oh, three wands in a row. Okay. All right. Come on. Wands. I, I kind of love it. Come on. Wands. <laughs> All right. So we've got the six of wands and the four of wands and the ace of wands. Oh, um, is it like 20? Does it add up to well, 11? Okay, ace, ace is 11. Yeah, I should remember ace. what an ace is. Oh, wait. I, th I think of ace as a one. Oh, okay, a one. Yeah, I can't, I can't one. remember what, like, it's numerological. Yeah, numerological. <laughs> it's numerical value. There you go. Yes. Oh, my God. But clearly, I like syllables. Um, yeah, so that's, I love that you added those up because above that, the six and the five, so the row above that, the six and the five are oh come on master number 22 the akashic records are card number 22 wow oh i didn't tell you that ahead of time so okay yeah and then let me see we got a four and a four and a five uh that's not quite it okay so here's our numbers let me see we've got an eight on the right side and a 15 on the left side okay so th that's our that's our numbers but 11 is showing up a lot and 11 mm -hmm. 11 is the thing like it's a thing for me it's probably a thing for a lot of people yes the point the point of 11 11 though is not it always means what you make of it Mm -hmm. right like it, it's always about what it means to you what you make of it so there's no like I, I know people tend to get um superstitious when they really want something you know mm -hmm. like, oh but I really need I really want blah 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 like if, if we can let go of what it means to us mm -hmm. it can start to actually have value to us but until we can do that we limit its value we limit its impact on our life by keeping it in a box mm -hmm. and we don't think we're doing that but we are we are doing that mm -hmm. um okay so the six of wands and then the four of wands and then the ace of wands um so the six of wands is reversed and it's, it is another card that's kind of like looking back to the past. Um, okay. but it's kind of a, it's about celebrating yourself. It's about celebrating like yes. where you, so this is like desires, right? Like what got you here? And if you've lost track of what got you here, it's really important to like, look at previous battles that you fought mm -hmm. and what you thought you've lost, what you thought you've gained. Um, because every, every interaction doesn't have to be a battle, but when we see it as a battle, it's just a clue that we are acting out of fear. Like we have a fundamental belief that maybe we need to start to shift the way we look about it. Because mm -hmm. I have, I have personally gone into like my past and looked at experiences and like kind of re try to try to get the, to alchemize them, to mm -hmm. alchemize, um, try to get the gold out of them, figure yeah. out, okay, what's important about this. Um, so, so a big one of this is sometimes you didn't win because you were the best. You won because someone saw something within you that they didn't tell you that they saw. Sometimes you had people looking out for you that you never could have imagined. Mm. But sometimes you were, sometimes, sometimes you were the best. You know, sometimes you were the best and you didn't get picked. Mm. It doesn't mean that you weren't good. It doesn't mean that you were bad. It's, it's about how we view our successes and our failures that really determines whether we're going to try again. Yes. It's all within you. I know that we tend to identify people outside of us. I certainly do this um, because I, I, I'm like, oh, but I'm afraid. I, I've said that so much. I'm like, I don't think that word has any meaning anymore. Like if you say the word smock over and over again, it's like, <laughs> it starts to sound weird thing anymore. Right. Yeah, is that even a word? <laughs> it's not even a word anymore. Yeah. But yeah, like, so when you start to say things, sometimes you're saying them out of comfort. Hmm. And like, I know fear doesn't seem like it would be comforting, but I'm keeping myself 
in my lane. Too small though, yeah. Yeah, I'm keeping myself small to be safe. It does, it's not safe. Mm-hmm. It's just expected. Yeah. But you don't get big success trying to stay small. Yeah. So, and we have this bias, um, this bias in our, just the way our minds work because we're little computers. We're actually really powerful computers, but we simplify things. So yeah. if we think something happened because of this, we're going to continue doing that and trying that, you know, so really what we believe about why things happened and why they didn't happen is really important to, as to whether or not we're going to try again. Yeah. And a hundred percent of the time, if we don't try, we don't get, yeah. So this is I really love cool. that that came up. Oh my God. Cause literally today, Diane, I was like, I need to start telling myself like how proud I am of myself. Like really yes. just like making that more of a practice of like, even the small things, like we have to stop thinking everything needs to be this huge, gigantic mountain of glory in order for it to be like worth yes. recognition. Yes. Yes. Cause you never know who's watching. And like, so a little story, a little side. Um, there's a little girl selling lemonade at the end of her driveway in my mm-hmm. suburb. And there's not a ton of traffic, you know. So I see her setting up her thing. And you know, I go to farmers markets sometimes and I sell stuff. And I, you know, I understand it's it can be very uncomfortable. Like when like if you're really hard on yourself and you tell yourself that the only reason you're ever gonna accomplish anything is because you are the best, you do the best thing, whatever. If you tell yourself that. Anytime you have a bad experience, you're going to tell yourself you weren't good enough. You didn't try mm-hmm. hard enough. And it's going to make it less likely for you to try again. So mm-hmm. I see this little girl sitting out there. She's got, you know, her lemonade out there. Um, I drove by like three times and I'm like, wow, she's still out there. Um, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to do something like nice. And there's a macaron place that was open. And I, I got her a few macarons and mm-hmm. uh, I went back and I was like, hey, I'd like to buy some lemonade. At first I was just going to give her the cookies. And I was like, Diane, that is so like, no, no, buy some of her lemonade. Like, Support the little girl. <laughs> so I bought some lemonade and it was lovely, by the way. She had mm. strawberry and regular flavors. So Ooh, she, she fancy. Yeah, like, really fancy. <laughs> giving us options. Yeah. And I gave her the cookies and her mom was out there with her and, and she appreciated it. And I just said, you know, it takes a lot of guts to do this. It takes a lot of guts to do something when you don't know how it's going to be received. Mm. And I don't, you know, never give up never give up thinking that, oh, nobody cares. Nobody does this because you could be the reason someone else doesn't give up. Mm. Like the way that you weather the storms, it, it helps people Mm. to see being authentic, whatever that means to whoever sees it. When people see you being real and not being, not playing a role, trying to look like who you think is going to be accepted. Mm That's what matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how eloquently you speak about something, how much you believe in it matters. Mm-hmm. And obviously, because that brings tears, because that's been really, really relevant for me. So I love that this card came up. Yeah. I love <laughs> um, that. Yeah, it's it's really wonderful, and I hope I really hope that somebody. I, I hope that that means something to somebody mm-hmm, and it doesn't have to mean something to me, but I, I hope that means something. Yeah, um, no, so the next card, <laughs> the next card is, um, is the four of wands. It's, I forgot what position this is. The guides are, right, it's the message from our guides. Um, so this one is about prosperity. Yes, guides. Yes, prosperity. <laughs> yeah. So we have like celebrate yourself and understand that what's happening might not be happening for the reasons you think. Mm. Um, so there's no reason to pretend to be somebody else that you think mm. is going to be liked because you don't know. 
you really don't know. Mm -hmm. um, the four of wands is that like celebration. So it's kind of, I mean, they're very similar, but the four of wands is kind of more of like, it kind of happens before you get tested. So, and when okay. I say tested, I mean, tested in like, you have that five, which is kind of like the shakeup. The, the mm -hmm. five um, is kind of like, oh, you're gonna have to, to make some choices. You're gonna have to like uh, find your gumption more mm. or less. And this one is, this one is, uh, this one is really about like figuring out who, who supports you who, where does your okay. sport come from? Where does your, what supports your passion? Is your passion built on a bonfire of newspaper or do you have like real hardwood? Is your fire burning um, to get something from someone or is it burning because this is what you were made to do? Mm. I, think, I think this is relevant to me and to everybody, but you know, sometimes we don't realize we're doing stuff out of ego. We mm -hmm. think we're doing it because we really want to like, let's say help people. But if I'm constantly neglecting myself and cutting down my boundaries in order to try to make somebody else think I'm a good person, I'm, I'm just, I'm like the giving tree, mm. <laughs> you know, like I'm not, that's not sustainable for me. And it's making myself into this, like a resource for someone else that maybe I'm, I'm not authentically that resource. You know, if I'm constantly giving something to somebody because, oh, well, I want them to think that I like them. I, I want them to think that I'm a, a giving person. Well, mm -hmm. that, that doesn't help them. Like people, people, and I hate to say it like this, but people need the negative feedback too. You know, people need to know like, hey, ouch, that hurt a little bit. Yeah, you know, if you yeah. go forever and you don't mention to somebody like, hey, I really don't like when you call me that nickname. It kind of, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. You know, and then one day you snap on them because, well, you've done this for this long. <laughs> and they have no clue. <laughs> because you, you presented yourself as this person for so long and now you're this other person, you know? So, so we learn how to, how to live with each other. So the, the more we hide our real selves and I hate saying it like this because like, you know, there's, there's some amount of like face-to-face -face that we, we should be handling some things ourselves and having some things face-to-face -face and sometimes right. they mix, but you know, by and large, if we're not showing up within the boundaries of who we are comfortable being in front of the people that we're comfortable being in, we're gonna, there's gonna be so many different versions of us alive in other people's experiences. Mm. And like, we all occupy the same physical space, but in each of our individual perceptions of who this world is, there is some version of you. And if it doesn't match someone else's version of you, like how many, how many body doubles, how many brain doubles are you gonna have just flying around everywhere? Like. Mm -hmm consistency is about like consistency of character is about showing up for people the same way. And, and you can disappoint somebody. And you know what, if I'm going to disappoint somebody, I would rather disappoint somebody being my authentic self than mm. because I couldn't come through and move a mountain. Even though I told myself I had to move a mountain to get them to like me and mm. that somehow them liking me was going to make me worth something. So it's, it's a, it's another one that's kind of like, it won't feel good at first, but let go of the idea that you get to control how they see you. Because yeah, you you don't like ultimately you might remind them of their grandma who smelled weird and they were afraid of her and they might have this fear reaction. They're like, I don't know why I just don't like being around her, you know, and mm. it might have nothing to do with you. But if you start to react to them and change who you are, now you're this other version of you that you probably wouldn't even get along with that version because mm. you know you hide away and you're mm, I don't I don't like being around them either. They seem to not like me. And mm -hmm. you know, it could literally just be. You know, them being like, oh, that was a weird reaction. I shouldn't do that again. Like, I don't, I don't want her to think I don't like her, you know? And I think a lot of, 
I think for certain in my life, I've gone through a lot of times believing that I knew what other people thought of me. Okay. And, Girl. Yeah. And it's like, wow, I, oops. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one is love, which has right, been right. Spirit. <laughs> what are you trying to say? I know. It's okay. So this one's the ace of wands, but it's reversed. Okay. And some people don't, some people don't read reversals. I tend to read reversals because it's all energy. It's all the same energy. Yeah. It's just our relationship to it. Um, <clears throat> so wands again, like the things we dream about, the things we want. Mm-hmm. Um, and the ace is usually like a card that talks about like new beginnings and like, I, I would say rejuvenation, but um, it's, it's more like a rejuvenation of spirit. It's, it's a new understanding of what love means to flow through you versus come from you. So if everything is energy and, and you think that you love other people by cutting yourself down and making yourself small, it is the realization that the important part of you is not the presentation, but is actually the energetic being. Mm. So when you start to shift that, things do fall away. And that's mm. why that's why these moons are so important because things fall away, but it doesn't necessarily mean what you think. And a lot of us, when we're like, oh, things fall away, that's me, I'm gonna lose everything and everything's me, oh my God, no, it doesn't, it doesn't. Um, it means that the things that are not aligned with you will will go away because you are now pointing yourself in the direction. You're, you're adjusting your sails based on the, the energies of mm. now instead of expecting that adjusting your sails to match what you think this other person wants will get you to the same destination as that person. Mm. And that is very much that is very much a thing that I have needed to hear for probably a little while. I mean, and it's a thing I've like kind of known cerebrally, but it doesn't feel, things don't feel right away. They, yeah. It takes time to feel because you have to let go of everything that's preventing you from feeling it. Yeah. Because usually it's fear. Um, okay, the last card is in the shadow position. All right, shadow. Everyone's through that too. It's everyone's favorite. Um, yeah, so this is number eight. Um, and oh yeah, I'm Libra. So it's um, important to me. Um, <laughs> because balance and stuff but um okay so the justice card in the shadow oh yeah so being so shadow is super fun Mm -hmm. um be kind to yourself and others but be cognizant of the times when you have acted out in your perception of unfairness okay there is, she, so she's holding a sword. And I, th- I think what this is kind of saying, so we talked about energy balance before, right? Mm-hmm. Like a lot, a lot of this is just, what are you doing with your energy? Where, mm-hmm. what are you committing to? What life are you committing to living? What Oof. world are you committing to bringing into your reality? Because you will make that. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't mean you're going to bring your ex back if you drink some weird tea that you got off of TikTok. It really means... <laughs> It literally means that if you believe your life will be terrible without, you know, an ex-boyfriend, you're going to have a terrible life mm-hmm. because you believe it to be true. You've made it to, you call it into existence because of your belief. So if, if, if that's possible for you, think about the things like the battles you fought for things that you believe to be true, that maybe they weren't so true. Like if I go into a situation expecting that the other person won't believe me. So I tailor my argument to like get them to believe me, to see things my way. I, I didn't have to do that. Mm. I 
I created conflict where there could have been ease. And, and, you know, if I, if I come at you with something like, oh, you should blah, blah, blah. You know, if I, if I come at you that way, you know, you rightly so, whoa, hey, you defend yourself. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, so, and this is the shadow, right? So this is the shadow. If you are doing shadow work, a really important, a really important thing is to let go of the idea that either they are bad or I am bad, because I fought with that a long time. And I keep fighting with it because every time we get another chance, if we, mm-hmm. we don't work it out with one iteration, the universe gives us another. And then five iterations later, you're like, can I get off of this ride? And they're like, <laughs> you have a job to do. So if, if you look into the, the depths of your soul and you see something that you don't like, um, you see something where someone did something mean to you and, you know, maybe you didn't deserve it. Maybe it's true. But the story that you tell yourself about that thing is what matters. It's all about what it means to you, not about what really happened. Mm -hmm. And I personally get really caught up in what happened specifically and how these aren't right. This isn't right. That isn't right. And like the sword, like we call it the sword of truth. Mm -hmm. This card also represents Libra. I am a Libra. It makes sense. If you are irresponsible with the sword of truth, you will be cutting people who never hurt you. You will be mm. bleeding all over the world that did not hurt you. And people will be upset with you and they will have a very good reason to be upset because mm. you have slashed your sword around like your Zorro, you know, <laughs> and you're fighting an invisible enemy. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time the enemy just exists in our perception of the world. Yes. So, so it is about when you make a commitment to a cause, to a belief, to whatever it is. Anytime you believe someone doesn't like you, for example, you're committing to that. If you mm-hmm. say it out loud, if you speak the words, you're committing to that. Do you want to commit to that thing? Would you walk it down the aisle and give it half of your earnings for you know as long as you hold it? These are very important questions. They're a little bit in, in jest, but like you really are giving your entire life to the things you believe in. Mm-hmm. So be very careful when you believe in something that is not honoring your authenticity. Yes. Oh, something like, like something yeah, really I hit me like when you said, com- like, what beliefs are you committing to? And I just thought like, wow, like what if I woke up every day or started my day or, or showed up in the world committing mm-hmm. to the belief that I am worthy, I am lo- lovable, I am valuable. Like uh, my opinions are, have a right to be, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever like that, like higher self aspect, whatever, like we can really start, like, like you said, you know, really like, where are you, like, where's your energy? Like, what are you focusing on? Like, if you, what if we were focusing on committing to beliefs that were of our highest good and of our highest value and like really showcasing our authentic selves and being right. worthy, being valuable, being lovable, like, and that's something too, I was like, oh, that's, that's some more Capricorn energy. Cause Capricorns are very, I think you had, well, I think it was like when you and I were talking, like Capricorns are very stubborn. Mm-hmm. And well, I think you said Taurus rising, but Taurus, Capricorn, all the earthy signs, they have a very stubborn side to them. Right. And I was like, yes, Capricorns can be very stubborn once they made up their mind about something. This is what it is. This is how I experience it. This is blah, 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 blah. But it's like, what if you use that same energy for like, I am lovable. I am strong. I'm compassionate. Like, <sighs> right. But not, not even just, I am lovable. What if you believe that the world wants you to be successful mm-hmm. because not everybody needs to love you. Right. True, like some true, people, true, true. Because so, I think we get it in their heads a little bit. We're like, I am lovable. But then someone does something that hits our mental model of 
people who don't like us. Mm-hmm. And it throws our entire everything off. Our entire aura, our entire energy, our energy balance gets thrown off because now we, we're like, oh, I have to protect myself from this person. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what we're doing it. Our brain's really efficient. So we don't realize we're doing this, but we are adapting our authentic presentation to fit the scenario we believe is existing. Mm-hmm. If I commit myself to believing that the universe will open the doors that I perceive to be closed in front of me. What if the universe, what if people want me to succeed? Like, what if I believe these things? And, and for a lot of people, that's gonna come up with all these, well, no, they don't because this, but, but one time, you know, you'll have all this resistance. What is that resistance coming from? What, what is it attached to? Where is your resistance? What does it mean to you? Because a lot of time our resistance is protection. Yeah. It's, it's I don't want to get consumed by X, Y, Z things. So I'm going to protect myself in this way. And it's, it's scary. Like this is, it's, this is why it's a shadow card. It's not for the faint of heart. But mm-hmm. if you even just start with, you know, uh, trying to remove the idea that you have to have conflict with people in order to be heard, for example. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe some of my ideas aren't the best but that doesn't mean that I can't develop some of my ideas that can be helpful to other people. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of time when we have a belief, like for example, that, oh, well, my, nobody wants to listen to my ideas. It's connected to something in childhood. So what are the energetics of being a kid? Oh, I'm helpless. I'm hopeless. I'm not strong enough. Nobody takes me seriously. You know, I need a parent to do it for me. We turn into somebody who needs someone else to stand sentinel over us while we mm-hmm. you know, do our adult stuff. It's not, it's not a, um, it's not a, like, a an empowered way to exist. Right? right. And I think, I think too often we jump over like the middle, the middle is really calm. Like the, there's yeah. this place of balance. I've been finding a lot more often. I've been putting myself in this place on purpose, practicing with meditation. Me too. Yes. Cause I want to be able to show up this way. I want to mm-hmm. be this person. Um, even if it means I, you know, cry during a conversation with somebody, mm-hmm. even if it means that I misspeak and say something embarrassing or stupid, even if it, whatever it means, I'm going to accept that this is the consequence of being myself mm-hmm. because my other belief says, oh, well, if I do all these things, there'll be no consequences and everything's going to go great. And I don't mm-hmm. think that consciously, but in my subconscious, that's what that is. Right. So we have all these belief structures that, that guide the way that we go through the world. And we are trying to stay safe. Like, you know, I'll be like, oh, I'm so stupid. Oh, I'm so dumb. I did this thing, you know, cancel clear, cancel clear. We tell ourselves these stories about how we shouldn't be so childish. We shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do that. And really, if we get into well, why, what might make sense for why I did that? Why might it make sense for me to, you know, like not text this person back for six weeks? You know, why might that make sense to me? Well, they probably don't want to talk to me anyway. Why would, why would that be true? They texted you. Oh, well, they probably don't like me. Well, why would, why would you think that? What are you protecting yourself from? What do you think you're protecting yourself from? It, it start, we start to pull these like shadowy stories out of ourselves that are really hard to deal with. They're really heavy energy. But mm-hmm. once you pull that you know, tangle apart and you see it, there's a legitimate need there. And yes. so, it's, so you know, we have this tendency when somebody does something that makes us feel bad. We're like, why would you do that? You're so you know, mean, bad, irresponsible, you're a bad friend. It's it's because of what it means to us, but it's hard, really hard to get into. They didn't do it because of me, right? They did it because that's the only thing they could think of mm-hmm. at the time. That's the only thing that they, the only tool they thought they had. That's, that's, that seemed like the best option going forward, not because of me, but because of how they are able to show up. And so like, 
I mean, it's, it's awful sometimes. Cause I'm like, I remember when I was a kid and like, I thought to myself, like, I am going to have to work through my emotions one day. And I was like, nah, nah, I, <laughs> no, I, I got this. I, I'm just going to be mature, responsible, and professional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ask me how that was working out. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no. But yeah, I think, so I think this, this full moon is going to be a big one. And mm-hmm. um, like the way that I use this sort of like time period, I tend to, I have it, I've been neglecting myself the last couple months because I've been going through these things and mm-hmm. revisiting these shadow aspects that it's like, I will tell you, it's so hard to get stuck in that energy because mm-hmm. if you don't have somebody that's kind of keeping you grounded or accountable, like if you don't feel like you can be authentic with anybody, it, it becomes really hard to like maintain your focus on you know, like the world around, like being part mm-hmm. of the world, yeah. like you kind of, you kind of get into that energy space and it, and, and it gets difficult, but I try to use full moons and new moons as kind of like time to review my goals, review my progress. What mm-hmm. have I, what have I done to this point in my life? Like, what about my short-term goals, goals that I set? What, uh, have I accomplished this thing that I like wrote down last month? And, mm-hmm. um, do I need to change any of my intentions? Do I need to change any of my approaches? Like, is there something big that I learned? Can I, is there anything that I could be thankful for? And that's a mm-hmm. big, big one is mm-hmm. I think, um, in our society, at least we push gratitude on people, but it's not gratitude. It's, uh, it's like, uh, basically indebtedness, like, Oh, mm-hmm. how did you be grateful? We tell everybody they should be grateful. Like, why should they be grateful? Like, people who don't feel safe don't have space for gratitude. Mm. So if someone's not able to feel gratitude, it's not because they're a horrible person, it's because they don't feel safe. And like, we, we just assume that if people aren't showing this thing to us then they must not embody that. Mm-hmm. And, and we think, oh, well, because I'm good, I don't have those bad qualities that that person has. And it's so interesting because you start to see like, if we are just conduit, we just conduct energy whatever we hold on to is what we become basically. Yes. So if we say, well, that person's bad, I'm not bad, I'm good. Like we start to lose sight of the energy that we hold on to. And we start to lose sight of our, our actions, our choices because we have identified us as good. And we start to, no matter what we do, we're gonna see it as good and that's gonna be bad because, you know, because I, I'm not like them, mm. I'm different. It, it's just, Ooh. it's, it's uh, it's our, it's our losing track of the oneness. Yeah. And I was going to say, that really hits to that justice card too. Cause I think in that shadowy yep. phase, it could be really seen, it could be seen as like self-righteousness. Well, I have a right to yield the sword and cut everybody down because I'm right and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it's really a matter of you might not be seeing their authentic self the same way that they're not seeing your authentic self because mm-hmm. you're showing up wielding the sword, like convinced that you're going to take everybody out. And this is, I'm calling myself out. Like I have absolutely self-righteous is like a way of life. (laughs) I definitely, I definitely have, have been there. Um, I should probably make a sticker or something for myself. Be like, Oh, I survived being (laughs) self-righteous. But, um, but, but it's true. It doesn't feel wrong at the time. And it's like, well, but this makes sense. Mm -hmm. Sure. It does. But are you honoring the oneness? Are you honoring that you as a human being, as an energy being, you're the same as me. We are the same. If something happens that hurts you, it hurts me too. Mm-hmm. I might not perceive it because I, I might see you as totally separate and totally different. Oh, bad things should happen to you. And I don't care because I'm not bad like you, but no, literally with like, when people say no man is an Island, like nothing just happens to somebody else. And like, oh, well that's cause they're bad. Like, no, 
something that happens to another person, if I can see like the, like the light in you mm-hmm. and the light in me, it's the same. If we can see ourselves as like spiritual beings, as energy beings, having a human experience in this physical reality, but also having a connection to like a higher space of existence, mm-hmm. we can start to see that like, oh, if, if I am condemning that person for their authenticity, there, it says something about my authenticity. So like I am pointing to them and saying, they're not allowed to be who they really are because I think it's bad. Oh, that reflects right back to me. It's, it says exactly the thing that goes on within me that I might not even perceive yet. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's such a, it's such a thing. It's such a deep thing, but it, it could be just as simple as like, if, if I don't care that my neighbor you know, God, maybe my neighbor's car gets broken into or something, right? If, if I don't care, like, well, then they should have been, they should have locked it better, blah, blah, blah. If, if I don't care about what happens to other people and I turn a blind eye and I don't want to help people and I'm like, oh, everybody just want every man for themselves. It, it affects me because mm-hmm. it changes the way I perceive the world. If I have no compassion and no mercy for other people, I create my own reality as a place where everyone doesn't get compassion. Mm-hmm. Everyone doesn't get mercy who decides, well, apparently me, um, because I am self-righteous, but what about when it is me? Cause mm-hmm. I'm not, uh, God, I'm not the King. Like we're, we're all, you know, like spirit beings, right. We're all part of that oneness, but if I'm not making the rules for everybody else, and I believe that other people are getting what they deserve when they do bad things, what happens when that pattern doesn't happen the way it should, mm. it affects me. It makes me angry afraid, you know, it, it affects the way that I view the world. Mm-hmm. And so it truly, even if we have nothing, we don't even know each other. If I find out about something that happened to somebody, you know, and whatever, and I have a, have a strong reaction to it, and I cling to some emotion about it. It will affect the actual manifestation of the world around me because it filters now what I see through that lens of either that was totally right because they deserved it, or that was totally wrong because that never should have happened to anybody. And all oh, this needs to be changed. And, you know, so it, it really does it really does affect us. And, and we have to be so careful with it because it, it is our world. And mm-hmm. sometimes we do have to be angry at things. Sometimes we do have to allow ourselves to feel through the uncomfortable emotions, right? Because mm-hmm. like, sometimes things really do hurt. The, the danger is in creating a narrative about the opposite and, cre- and basically calling that into the world around us. Mm-hmm. Like if, if we decide that everybody who doesn't think the same way that we do is a terrible person and they deserve to die, like that's a little bit extreme, but like, imagine that world, like, mm-hmm. do we really believe that? Because we create, we turn ourselves into that world. Now, now all of a sudden we think of ourselves as so kind, but we're only kind if, you know, we start to, we start to put this like boundary condition on when we're going to be kind and when we're not. Well, can we really call ourselves a kind person? Because if a separate version of us exists in the perception of everybody we meet, all of a sudden, like, well, maybe in some realities we're kind, but in other realities we're not. And maybe some people who thought of us as kind see us in that person's reality and go, wow, this person's unhinged. I thought they were nice. Look what they just did to that person. Why would they do that? We don't know. You know, we don't know who's observing us. We don't know, you know we have a tendency to tell ourselves that other people are going to see us a certain way, right? Mm -hmm. That's our ego. That's our ego saying, this is the right thing to do. Other people are going to see us do this, whatever. But in my experience, and you know, maybe, maybe my experience is just extra bad, (laughs) cancel clear, extra weird. 
it matters more when people see you struggling than when people see you success successful because and it sucks because when I'm struggling I am really not like I, I feel like I'm really not like showing up great but mm -hmm. like people have said things to me like way like years and years after struggles for things and they were like wow I you know one thing that has always stood out about you to me is that you just never gave up and I was like well that's supposed to mean <laughs> was, I, was I supposed to give up like should I have given up am I pathetic you know like my brain goes to all these mm. places and it's like I had no idea this person was watching I had no idea that this person existed like how do you mean but but then other times when I think I'm showing up like <laughs> you know I'm like oh I'm like so professional like oh look at my like I'm in my suit and oh, I like use a lint roller because I'm an adult and I'm doing all these things. And people are like, oh, I thought you were arrogant when I first met you because like, you know, you're wearing a suit and stuff. And like, and I'm like, how dare you judge me? <laughs> you feel like, oh. So you know what I mean? Like there's certain things that our ego will tell us, oh, well, we need to do this to feel safe, to be perceived the way that we want. Like, oh, people won't listen to me if they don't think that I'm super professional and this and that. What if? we could screw up and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, what if we could screw up and maybe someone's going to be like, yeah, you suck, blah, blah, blah. But that's just, that's how that happens in their world. But mm -hmm. if we have compassion and mercy for ourselves, all of a sudden we create space for it around mm -hmm. us. And it becomes less about like, you know, like, oh, well, I'm new at this. So of course I'm going to screw up to like, it's, it's not about what we say about it. It's what we do about it. So like, if we are afraid of screwing up and we think like, oh, I screwed up now, everyone's going to hate me. And we stop trying. And we just disappear and we just give up like, oh yeah, but I, I failed already because I made a mistake. So it's, there's no point in me continuing. Like mm. you become that person, mm -hmm. you become someone who believes that there's no point in trying, yeah. but what if you could, what if you could see what other people see? And like, what if every time something, a setback happens, you're like, well, this is uncomfortable and I don't like it. And I'm going to have to go cry about it. And I might cry in my car for an hour <laughs> before I can walk into this building oh, again, gosh. but I'm going to do it. And I'm going to focus on my objectives. I'm going to focus mm -hmm. on the tasks I know I have to do because I said I was going to do them. And I'm going to see this through, even if it hurts, I'm going to see this through and I'm going to see if there's anything I can learn about myself. And like, you see how it's not positive. Mm -hmm. It's, it's positive, but it's not, it's not like, well, I'm going to show them you're not going to show anybody. Mm -hmm. You're going to show yourself. That's what's important. And when we focus on showing ourselves, that's when people see us. But yes. you know, when, when we try to show people what we think they're going to want to see, like we're basically magicians and I'm not a very good magician. I don't know. <laughs> I've never really tried a whole lot of magic tricks, but they don't, I'm, I'm not slick. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just human as, mm -hmm. as odd as that is. Like I screw up sometimes. I, uh, I fail a lot at knowing the right things to do and say, but that we should, that should be normal to us because yes. if, if someone else can see that, Oh, that person screwed up and they continue to show up. Yeah. And kept going. Yeah. And it's not because they're better than me. It's not because they have nicer clothes or uh, they drive a nice car. It's because they're committed to something. And, mm. and the thing isn't just the outcome, the way that they wanted to see it. They're committed to themselves so it's so really everything that we do everything every spiritual practice every single thing is commitment to showing up as yourself to mm. honor the oneness that you are a part of you represent a part of a fantastic whole you're you're an individual unique piece expression if you will of the universe mm -hmm. when you mask and you try to cover up the parts of you that you find that you think other people are going to think are like not great 
you start to give people the impression that the universe is different than it is. Mm. It's not special and different for some people. Like, I mean, I have definitely believed that it was special and different for me, but um, given uh, the repetitive nature of our karma and the lessons that we don't learn that keep repeating themselves to us, uh, I have come to find <laughs> that no, that no, I'm not, I'm not uniquely special and different and bad and worse than other people and unlovable and um, never doing anything right. Like I'm not uniquely any of that, but my attitude toward myself is the same attitude I'm going to present to the entire world at some point in time, because mm. I can't control what's outside of me. I can control what's in me though. And if I stop grabbing on to every, you know, positive thing here and like, oh, this could be it, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe it is part of it, but it's all part of you. You're not, you're not disallowed from trying any of it. It's, it's going to be a unique experience just if we can accept it and we can make peace with it. So like mm, I love making that. peace as opposed to making war, making problems, making it a debate, make, making it a battle for significance, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that this word, that word keeps coming up, significance. Yeah. Significant. You know? The significator is yeah. temperance. It's all about balance. Mm -hmm. How you balance both your physical stuff and your energetic stuff yeah. and like balance what it means to you. And that, that mm -hmm. card goes over the whole thing and it just asks those questions of you. I was going to say, yeah. Could you give like a quick summary of just like the whole layout? Like what's like the major takeaway that we can walk away with from this from the spread yeah so if so the the major major takeaway is look at if you do nothing else if you can journal for five minutes and just ask yourself the question what am i spending my energy on mm. what do i think i should get for it what do i think i should be you know where do i what do I think my life should look like right now? And why do I think that's not, what is the significance of this? Um, because what we want to do is look for balance between um, what we're basically, what energy we're putting out there and what mm -hmm. energy we're holding on to, but also what's coming toward us. Because like, there's there's all a balance in engineering or in, in math, there's like these like transfer functions and like, let's call it a black box. If you don't know what's happening in that box, you say, okay, here's an input, something happens. And there's an output mm -hmm. when we have like traumas or when we hold on to things that we believe to be true, weird beliefs about the world, that black box is like unknown to us. We see an input, we see an output. We're like, I have no idea why that happened. And we fill in the blanks. Mm -hmm. And a lot of like the healing process for me and the way that I try to go about like my manifestation like journey is get clarity on what's in that box. Cause that mm -hmm. box is not defined by other people. It's defined by me, what's in my head. So whatever I believe has to happen to get the outcome I want, I need to figure out, figure it out and, and try various things to see, like, if I believe that I have to, for example, be the most professional person in order to be well-regarded at work and I try it and it doesn't seem to work. I can either get down on myself or I could try new things. I can mm. continue trying, but if you feel like you're unbalanced in some way, look at what you're putting in, look what you're getting out and then look in that middle and there's a box there and you go, okay, humility, turn on what, what do I believe should be true about this? And can I accept that it's just not working and that mm. there's, there's gotta be something else here because I am not getting what I expected. And it's so hard because we'll be like, well, but he should listen more to me. And, oh, he doesn't respect my feelings. And, you know, oh, but they just don't understand how hard I have it. Like we have all these reasons why, right. But everything comes down to energy what we're putting into it, what we're getting out of it and how well we understand how we can influence that. 
and and you know and if we're trying to if we're putting energy into something that we have no influence over that's that we could be putting that energy into something else yeah we could put it into ourselves whatever so that that's the big message is understand balance and it, it's not yoga it's what energy are you using what energy are you holding what energy are you putting out there and are you able to shift your beliefs to kind of get closer to you know the input something happens output because that's that's the key to like moving forward and then that so like in a you know full moon ritual you can basically do whatever you want but practicing getting in that space of how do i what world do i need to believe in for my dreams to come true Ooh, and love that question. Like, yes. So what do, what has to be in that box? What has to be the belief? Cause I'm going to practice making that true. Mm. And if you're open, sometimes you will be like, well, I have to, you know, people need to look at me like I'm the best, right? Like a lot of time we'll have something like that. Well, people need to start seeing me as the person I am. Like, you know, sometimes we need a little bit of shift from the universe and we, and we mm -hmm. will get that uh, universe, make sure of it. But in, in cases like that, especially it is so important to have a record of, you know, the various, the, the changes that have happened over the course of like a few months, let's say, mm -hmm. because if we, if we start to practice what it's going to feel like to live in that space, what it's going to, what it's going to look like, how I'm going to carry myself and all these things. And we start to notice, well, you know, I started to throw my shoulders back more and I'm walking better and people are looking over at me funny and oh, how dare they, I'm just trying to be a strong and powerful woman. You know, if we start to look in hindsight, like I have a journal from five years ago and I start looking into what did I believe I had to do to be respected and did it work? And if I'm like, it absolutely did not, mm -hmm. it did the opposite. Maybe I didn't need to do all that. Mm -hmm. Maybe I was, maybe my presentation, maybe my walk, maybe my shoulders were never the problem. Maybe if I wasn't getting what I wanted, it was less about looking the part as much as feeling into the part. And mm. being open to perceive other people's ideas. Cause that's a big one. When we feel like people aren't listening to us, we don't listen to other people. And this has absolutely been true for me. It's, it's really like there, there is a, there's something about the light, the light of the full moon, right. That illuminates things that we don't usually look at. Mm -hmm. And the moon, you know, it's a big representation of like feelings. And sometimes the way we think we feel about something is really an expression of our judgments or our fears or our, um, or our, there's another thing. Shame, guilt. Shame, ideas. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we think that that's a feeling. Like mm -hmm. I, I made a little feelings chart of like the core feelings, because if I can't boil something down to core feeling, if it doesn't exist on that chart, it's an excuse that I've made mm. to protect this belief because I believe it's keeping me safe. And so, so really a lot of the time I know, um, I personally have, have kind of lamented that I'm, you know, this old and I'm just now figuring these things out. Like that's not honoring the journey. That's the other big one. The other mm -hmm. big takeaway, you have to honor your journey. There's nothing shameful mm -hmm. about learning things, but a lot of time people are like, well, you need to learn your lesson and people put it in a way that's shameful. You didn't know that. And that was shameful. The, what, however we learn it is the way that we needed it because of the energy that we were holding on to, that we were taking in, that we were exposed to. It's not because we're bad. We didn't do something wrong to take a long time to get to a certain spot. Like we have to understand and acknowledge like that everybody has a journey that's different. 
And the more we judge other people's journeys, the more it indicates that we have shame inside about our own journey. Mm. And we're, you know, you can't be authentic if you really feel like you're going to be shamed for it, you know? Mm. So, and it's not about other people making it safe for you. It's you accepting that, you know what? I don't care what the consequence is. If somebody doesn't like me, they won't, I won't be their friend anymore. I'll get a new job, whatever. Like it's, it's getting to a space and, it, and it's not an overnight thing. You have to get to the space where you decide, you decide on the consequence of being yourself over the mm. consequence of denying the reality of your existence. Mm. And you, you, you cannot be like, well, I need to make them see, I need to make people see. Like I, I believed that I had to show people <laughs> and it doesn't work. Cause when you do that, people think you're selling them something because you mm. are, you're trying to sell them into your reality so that they understand you so that you don't have to be vulnerable because it's, it's hard. Being vulnerable is really hard. It hurts. <laughs> and, and, but the thing is, the more we do it, the more we recognize that like, when we demand that other people be value, uh, valuable, be vulnerable, it, it's because we're afraid. Mm. And like, we don't understand that. Like, yeah, it's hard for them too. Cause like, you know, I, I'm over here like, oh, everybody else is, has it so easy when other people are sad, people comfort them. Like it, it doesn't have to be a fight. Like mm. maybe if you want comfort, you should ask for it. And I'm like, no, I could never do that because the world is mean to me specifically. Like, you know, like you start to find like, wow, this really is all about my belief system. Mm. And, and that belief system at some point kept me safe from the world that I believed existed, that belief system kept me safe. And that's mm -hmm. our, that's why we have to honor that. Because if we, if we don't, if we say, well, I was just such a stupid kid, that kid still exists. Time isn't real. So time is just, it's a concept that we measure, but we made it up basically. So we measured this time. If all of time, and if in some dimension, all of time is happening at once, that child that you were, that journey that you had at that point, exists today mm -hmm. in another time sure in another time that we might not be perceiving but that exists it existed then it'll exist in that time space forever if we start to to like disrespect and and dishonor the the previous versions of ourselves that is the same as dishonoring ourselves now and that's mm. the same dishonoring us in the future so we mm. can't we can't sit there and and say well i judge myself then but i'm better now like no, no, you have to create space. So, so cre the, the actual act of creating space is about creating space for you and other people to, to occupy a different energetic signature than you had at one point in time that you will in some later date. Like, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't want this right now, but instead of saying what, instead of trying to prove to other people that my choice is the right choice, maybe I leave space for me to change my mind one day. Hmm. maybe this is what I want right now. You know, maybe I want to date like um, a six foot five musician with a six pack of abs that's touring <laughs> the time and you know, whatever, but maybe in 10 years time, I'm going to want to settle down. Mm -hmm. And both of those choices might be equally valid. So I shouldn't, and you know, this is, I have done this, so I'm not trying to be, <laughs> but you know, there's, when we comment on other people's choices that aren't maybe right for us, we are basically like shaming a part of an experience that could be ours that we don't, mm. don't know who we're going to be like maybe i'm going to be 60 and and a groupie we don't know <laughs> i'm not 60 yet <laughs> there's a part of me that's like i hope not but like look oh. your hearing's already shot <laughs> I mean, bring it on <laughs> listen 
<laughs> you might be a, ma- a bad mama jam mastic. That might, that, that, listen, that might be when you hit your stride. Yes, yes. You'll have to join me. It'll be amazing. <laughs> that seems like a good place to end that. Like I was going to say, this has been an amazing reading. Thank you so much. You're welcome. This yeah. Really, it, for me too, honestly, like the, the more real I allow myself to be, even though like there's a part of me that's always cringing, the more real I allow myself to be, the more I am real to me. And the mm-hmm. more that I can see that the things I thought were mistakes, or even if they were mistakes, right? Like they don't mean that I'm not okay right now, right? Yeah. Like they, they don't mean I'm forever damaged and broken. And they don't mean that I will not be a 60 year old groupie one day. <laughs> purple hair and whatever (laughs) and you know like it doesn't it doesn't the the things that you do don't necessarily define who you are or who you become it's Mm -hmm. only if you make it true and and it truly is it truly is a manifestation of what you believe to be true already Mm -hmm. even when it feels like it's not like if you can just allow space for like maybe maybe there is a gentle way to do this maybe there is a different way to view this Mm-hmm. It, it's not like well I'm so stupid back then I'm gonna blah 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 so it's it's ease it's gentle and it is a doozy yeah. like there's nothing super easy about it because it's uncomfortable but it's worth at it first, at yeah, first at once first once you once you get I mean, once you and I think that's what we have to just understand and really realize like yeah. the first time is always the hardest let's just accept yes. the first time doing anything is going to be the hardest Yes. But the second it, it time is not going to be as hard. The third time is not going to be as hard. And then it's like, and then it becomes a practice. Then it becomes an expression of self, right? Like it, it becomes, we, we become. Yes. And it, and it's, if you have, it's especially important to have support and to have yeah. help because it, especially if you come from a mindset of blame and shame, mm. your first instinct is to reject the opposite because, well, I was bad for that oh, well, they were bad for that. But if they're not bad, then I must be bad. Like we will go back and forth unless we can get grounded in the idea. And this is really hard. I'm not going to lie. It feels disgusting. It feels like mud that is not dry, but it's like tacky. And you're mm. like, ew, because dry mud is just dirt, right? But it's like being <laughs> tacky mud. And you're like, oh, this is awful. Just getting in your mindset, the idea that like, it doesn't have to be either of us is bad. Because there's, if you're, if you're stuck in blame and shame, somebody's got to pay, somebody's got to be wrong. And it can really be helpful to have like a support person, people, um, pattern of behavior, like something, because if you don't have structure that you're able to like, keep your life moving forward, you know, unfortunately, a lot of the time, like we have to let, like, put some things down while we do this work. Right. Like Mm -hmm. we can't, we can't just go a hundred miles an hour and be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to like totally deal with my shadow and ego right now. Like five minutes, no worries. Like, you know, usually it takes an extended period of trying to get comfortable with it. And Mm -hmm. and it's really helpful to have somebody there to like remind you of who you are, because it's hard to remember who you are. And if you rely just on the universe or spirit or God, you're going to find a lot of feathers, seashells. Um, you're going to see things in the clouds, rainbows, whatever you're like butterflies, whatever your sign is, mm-hmm. you're be asking for signs left and right, but you don't need the sign. You need, you need the willingness to believe mm. you, it, and it's faith. It's you need the faith, but, but the faith to know, I don't see it right now, but I will see it. Mm. And, and it's hard and it's hard. So like, and, and I wouldn't want to tell somebody, oh yeah, totally go do this. Like no big deal. It's a big deal. It's mm-hmm. a big deal. And like, that's part of like what you do, right? Like that's part of like why you do what yeah. you do because it's hard. <laughs> and when you've done it and, and you're like, you're doing it again, you're like, wow, this is just 
hard. Like it's like it's easier, but like it's still hard. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's something that a lot of a lot of the time, you know, we're so used to if if I feel bad, it means I was bad. That it, mm-hmm. it you just like you try it once, you're like, oh, never again. That made me feel so bad. And so it's it's good to have support or structure or all of the things, but not everybody, you know, not everybody has that readily available. So right, right. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your thoughts, for your wisdom, for reading for us. I know I am coming away with some some definitely some questions, some things to reflect upon. So I'm excited. I actually didn't really have any plans for this full moon. I know I was like, I used to be really good with like my full moon, quiet time, new moon, like all the rituals and stuff, but I definitely have, you know, been a little bit more in the flow. <laughs> yeah. but, but I'm looking forward to, you know, taking this into, into my full moon practice. So thank you. You're welcome. And you have a few days. So it, it basically, it happens on Wednesday. So you'll have mm-hmm. a few days on either side to like get ready, prepare and let stuff go. Yes. Yes. You're basically, you're creating a sacrifice of belief structures of stuff you thought that was going to keep you safe that you Mm. recognize is not keeping me safe and you're leaving yourself open to receive Mm. a lot of it what am I what do I need to receive Mm. in order for this sacrifice to to mean something and so it's I love that I love the idea of sacrificing our beliefs because we hear so much oh you know it takes hard work and sacrifice and sacrifice and sacrifice but what kind of sacrifices are you making you know like I think it goes back to what you were saying earlier um, about like, you know, where are you directing your energy? You could be sacrificing things that aren't really significant, you know, that aren't really going to move you closer and for, or to your truth or to your awareness to, you know, you're just in the mud, grinding it out, <laughs> you know, but you're, you're not conscious. Okay. This, this isn't what actually is going to propel me, you know, like it's my belief system. It's, it's yeah. this actual internal intricacy of existence that I need to really start shedding yes. and chiseling away at. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. Think about, yeah. Think about how much you work, right? Mm-hmm. You are a very hard worker. You put your all into things. And when things don't go the way that you thought they would, right. It's like, do I have to work harder? So like, mm-hmm. not like furiously working, I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've got to do all these things. What if the thing you had to let go of was the belief that you didn't deserve it? without all that work. Mm. What if the thing you had to let go of was that no one was going to help you? Just letting go of the belief that you're not going to get help. What if that was the sacrifice and you sacrificed long nights, friendship, like connection to people? Listen. All the things. So those things are blessings, right? So when people say count your blessings, I think it's interesting that Klaus Hush, I think it's interesting that we see blessings is like oh I've got a really nice car oh I've got a roof over my head oh I've got good food but what if your blessings are the people mm-hmm. what if your blessings are the connections what if your blessing is that you had the ability to give money to a homeless person or to volunteer with a uh, volunteer with a shelter or something mm-hmm. like what if that was your blessing and you started to give that stuff up because it was taking you away from this path of like winding mm-hmm. and and putting all of your energy into this thing that you were going to grow and you were going to oh hustle, you were going to stall. What if you lost track of all the blessings and what you needed to get back to your path was to stop all that so that you could tune back into the blessings because you believed so much that you had to work so hard. Like, I'm not saying that you don't have to work. Like, yes, work. But 
sometimes we're not working. Sometimes we're working to feel validated mm -hmm. and we're, we're working because we think we have to, instead of focusing on the things that matter. And it's like, it's embarrassing to a lot of people to be told that because we wouldn't do it if we didn't think we had to, mm -hmm. right? But there's where you have to have grace for your younger self. There's where you have to develop the compassion for when, when you finally see that that's what you're doing, that's when you really start to develop compassion for other people. And you're, mm -hmm. you see somebody else in their grind and you're like, wow, you're like, your kids are growing up and you're not even seeing it. Like you're gonna blink and they're gonna be teenagers. You're not gonna recognize them. They're gonna have to like wear name tags so that you know who they are. You know, but we see this, we, we see this like constant giving up of the blessing because we say, oh, there's something that's going to happen later on down that road. And I think, especially the three cards at the bottom, the bottom layer is the foundation, right? And in the middle, we're all the wands, the things that light us up and the things that are beautiful. And, and the two cards that were like, basically look at, look at what got you here, what you believe to be true about what got you here. And now question, what if that's not it at all? What if it wasn't the long hours so much as it was the authentic connections that you made with people who are similarly passionate and all those hours you spent trying to convince people who didn't want to see your vision, you didn't need to do that. They didn't mm. need to see you that way because that wasn't your path. Your path was with the people who, who see you, who want to see you because you mm. want to go to the same place. Like, and, and then the other one is like the celebration with your family, right? Like when you create your soul family, like I've got my soul dogs, let's call them, um, <laughs> you know, like what about those moments that let's say you're singing along to like, Motown like so a couple weeks ago I I something reminded me of like Motown hits right and I'm in Detroit you know Rock City so I was listening to like this this um Motown playlist and so fun to sing along to so like I was like looking up the sheet music so I could play it on the piano oh, and cool. and I was like I forgot that this is something I enjoy mm. and it was like this it was just like these little things that like my dogs don't even care they don't, maybe they do, but I was just like, wow, I'm so like joyful. And so much like in my head, I was like, I'm wasting time. But then I was like, is it a waste of time? Mm. Or am I putting my energy into something that makes me feel good? Mm -hmm. And, and that's really the question you have to ask. Cause that's the sacrifice. I could use this time to hustle and grind and to try to get contacts and whatever, and, and do these things. Or I could use this time to connect with the things that bring me joy, the, mm. the, the things that get me through the hard times. Like we, we build our relationships in the good times and we test our relationships in the hard times. Mm. And so like, you know, when, if we're keeping ourselves in this constant state of hardness, of difficulty, when are you going to build those relationships? You know, those are the payout. Those are legitimately like, you know, the, the, the people that are there for you, you know, you're not going to take your money with you. You're not going to take your possessions. So the the relationships the, the person the you that exists in the minds and in the experiences of other people that's a blessing that's a gift mm -hmm. you have the ability to affect other people and so many of us are squandering it because of all these things that we fear and believe about other people and the world and ourselves and it's like wow that's that doesn't have to be it but mm -hmm. it makes me feel safe if that is it because then I know exactly what I have to do even though I'm not getting what I want, even though I'm not happy, even though I'm not where I want to be, at least if I do these things, I feel safe. And it really is. That's why it's a sacrifice because you have to allow yourself to feel unsafe. That's why it's so good to have somebody there to like, you know, keep you aligned and mm -hmm. in line with that. Because when you start to let go of this understanding that you are not alone, you are, you are everything and everything is you, you are energy and 
if you hold on to this idea that, oh no, I'm alone, nothing matters, you miss everything. Mm. Like you, and then you get to you get to do it all over again. Right. There you go. Then you <laughs> get to all do it all over, over again. <laughs> Yes. So it, it all comes full circle though, right? And you try it all it over again. It absolutely does. It absolutely does. Wait, are you still doing readings or can people like um, reach out to you if they want to get readings done or? Yeah, you know, DM me on Instagram if you want a reading. I, I haven't got a contact thing set on my website because I have been struggling through the website thing. I've been trying to kind of focus on um, like doing like the local markets because I okay. do self-care stuff. Um, and then I had some work stuff happen. So I'm, I haven't been a lot of local markets, but I'm, I'm trying to do like some store stuff now. So, okay. um, so you can find me on um, Instagram. I'm at uh, my.crystal.sisters or spacement slumber party at two. One's like my business, one's my personal, neither of them are private. So <sighs> that's another thing I did. I was like, you know what, instead of like deleting all my social media or just being private, I'm just gonna be Let present. hang out. Yep. And I'm like, all right, if somebody sees it, I'm just going to deal with the consequence. Um, but you know, there's, there's nothing weird on no, there. No, no, no. I, I get that fear of being seen for mm-hmm. who I am, you know, and, and I take nature pictures with my iPhone and I make bath bombs and stuff in my house. <laughs> that's, that's me. That's a lot of it. But yeah, so I, so I do that. If, you know, I, I don't have, I don't think a page up um, for like readings right now. I couldn't figure out how to like make that work. So if you remember last time, I was like, I'm totally going to get someone to help with my website. Have not managed to do that yet. I did get someone to help with um, some of my like graphics and stuff because I was really struggling. I'm still struggling uh, with some graphics, but, um, but yeah, so I, I will do them for like, if you like reach out, I'll probably try to make, but okay, cool. But I mean, but I'm saying like though, even if you don't have people can still just DM you. Yeah, you can find me somehow. I'm okay. I'm- <laughs> My dot crystals dot sisters, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'll put that in the show notes too. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, thank you again. This has been a pleasure, like always. I know we've said this like three times, like, thank you, thank you. We're like about to close down and something else sparks up. Right. It's it's so hard but this to- time. <laughs> because it's getting late. Thank yeah, you. I'm about to run to the grocery yeah. store. So yes, it, it was amazing. And I hope that everyone has an amazing um, full moon. And I hope that everyone finds a way to get closer to alignment because that's all about just aligning with your people Mm -hmm. and your energy and the energy you want to have. Mm -hmm. I love that. Woo. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Hello, beautiful being. I just want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. If there's anything that you heard in today's episode that really resonated with you, go ahead and send it to a friend who could use a dose of insight or inspiration. And if you're really feeling about it, leave a rating and review, letting us know what you enjoyed about the show. Until next time. Bye.